Welcome to On Mission, the teaching ministry of the Mission Church in Irvindale. We exist to love God by loving others, leading them to become fully functioning followers of Christ Jesus. Join Pastor Mike as he teaches through the Gospel of Luke. Our scripture today is Luke chapter 7, verses 36 through 50, and we're reading from the English Standard Version. And here's what we find. One of the Pharisees asked him, that is, asked Jesus, to eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at table. And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment, and standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wipe them with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment. Now, when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, in other words, he thought this within himself, if this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. We'll come back and define that in a minute. And Jesus, understanding this man's thoughts, confronted him and said, Simon, I have something to say to you. And Simon answered, we'll say it, teacher. A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon answered, well, the one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And Jesus said to him, you have judged rightly. Then turning toward the woman, Jesus said to Simon, You see this woman? I entered your house, and you gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, Her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. And Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? And Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you, go in peace. So the first thing I want to do is just deal with the issue of place, place. The last time that Luke recorded Jesus's exact location uh, was when he encountered that funeral procession at the gate of the city of Nain. Remember that? We talked about that several weeks ago. That's the last time we got a, a, an in-depth location. Uh, when, when John the Baptist questioned uh, Jesus, wanting to know, are you the one that we've been waiting for, or are we waiting for another? Uh, that location was not revealed. And the same here today, uh, as Jesus encounters Simon the Pharisee and this woman who is known as a, a sinner, we don't know exactly where they were. What we do know is that they were in the region of Galilee because it, from Luke chapter 4 through Luke chapter 9, that's where... Where Jesus ministered was in the region of Galilee. So we at least know that much. As to the purpose of Simon uh, the Pharisee inviting Jesus into his home for a meal, we're not told the reason for that either. However, as we read the passage, it, it, it becomes very clear 
that the invitation to Jesus to come and dine at the Pharisee's house was not born for, from respect from him or for friendship with him or born from goodwill. Not at all. You know, in every culture, uh, there are customary courtesies that are to be observed in hosting people at your home. In the culture that we're looking at here today in Luke chapter 7, there were three courtesies customarily performed to make guests feel welcome, wanted, and respected. The first courtesy was this. You would wash their feet. You would have their feet washed. Normally, if a guy had, if a household had means, they might have a servant there. And that servant man or woman would be there with a basin of water and a towel. And when your guests came in, they would wipe off your feet and wash and make sure they're good and clean and you would go on in. If you didn't have means to have a servant, the least that you could do would be to provide a basin of water and a towel so that the guests could do it for themselves. But it was customarily expected that when you came into somebody's house as a guest, your feet would get washed. The second customary custom is that of the kiss of greeting. Now, that's kind of weird to us. We don't think about doing that much, but it still does happen even in our culture. Men don't typically do it. At least I've never had that happen to me in 59 years. But women do seem to do that still. Uh, it's not uncommon to see when women come together, they hug or, or, or maybe there's a little kiss on each cheek or, or maybe they do that air kissing. You know what I'm talking about where they just kind of press their cheek against each other and, you know, blow one up into the air. That's kind of the way it's done today. But back in this culture, it was very normal for men to kiss men, not on the lips, but, you know, on the face or the forehead or whatever. Same thing for women. That was a very common thing to do to greet someone into your home. And the last thing was anointing with oil. Now, uh, preferred uh, a perfumed oil, if you had means, that cost money. If you didn't have means, then just regular old olive oil uh, would do. But basically what would happen is the, the host would dab a little bit of that on their, their fingers and then they would just kind of either touch the forehead or just kind of rub lightly on the forehead. And, and it was just a way to say that you're welcome, we love you, uh, we want you to have a good experience here. And, and so these are three courtesies that any good nature Jewish family would do to welcome someone into their house. But when we look at verses 44 through 46, we find that none of these courtesies were done for Jesus. Now, perhaps we might want to say, oh, he was just overlooked. There were a lot of guests and he just kind of slipped by and he didn't get the courtesies. No, no, no. I want to guarantee you it wasn't that Jesus was overlooked. It was a purposeful omission. And that purposeful omission was a sign of disrespect. It's kind of like when you throw out your hand to shake someone else's hand and they just stand there like this, you know, they just stand there looking at you. What would you feel? You would feel disrespected and unwanted. So whatever the reason is that Jesus got this invite, it was not to honor him. It's true that Jesus had a seat at the table. But it was clear to everyone who was there that he was being slighted and he was being disrespected. Now, I said that Jesus had a seat at the table. That's not really the way it worked. So let me explain that to you just very quickly. I think it's important that we have these cultural understandings. So in that day and time, when you came to someone's home and you were going to have dinner together, uh, typically they had a very low uh, table. 
all right? And you didn't have a chair that you pulled up and put your knees and feet under. You, you reclined, and you reclined typically on your left elbow. And, and there's a reason for that, but I'm not going to go into it. But you would recline on your left elbow, and that left your, left your right hand free to get the food and to eat it. And your feet, as you were reclined on your left elbow, would be pointed either sort of, sort of a, a vertically away from the table because feet in that culture were considered to be, um, um, uh, what do I want to say? They were considered unsanitary. And because of that, uh, then they were an offense. You wouldn't want to put your feet up to the table where all the food was. And so your feet were to be kept back. And that's the way it kind of happened. And so I want you to understand that when you're thinking of Jesus in this man's house, he's laying sort of on his left elbow, his right hand's free to eat. His feet are kind of pointed away from the table. One more thing, another point of culture is that it was common in that day, if you had means to have a shaded porch. And typically these kind of dinner gatherings would be done outside, not inside the house, but out under the shaded patio. And another thing that's interesting about the culture is, is that uninvited people were, were, it was okay for them to kind of gather around the porch and listen to the conversation, especially, and they would do that, especially if the guest was someone interesting. Who more interesting than this rabbi Jesus to go and listen to? And so there are people gathered around who aren't invited, but they're there and they are taking in what is going on. Well, Luke tells us that among those who were gathered on the periphery was a woman whom Luke says the community recognized her and considered her as a sinner. Now, what does that mean? I I could go into a linguistic study for you of the language here, but you don't have time or interest. So let me just tell you that when you look at that, it really points to something immoral. And so the general thought is that this woman was known in the community as a prostitute. I think it's a huge question to ask. How does a prostitute end up around the periphery of a Pharisee who's a religious elitist and Jesus is there eating. How in the world does she end up there? Well, Luke doesn't exactly tell us how she ended up there, but again, looking at the cultural norms, understanding some of the things that are being said in the text, we can surmise that as Jesus arrives, there's some buzz beginning to go out through the village. It says in the text that when she learned he was there. So it's obvious people were talking about it. All right? And um, I'm thinking that not only are people saying that Jesus is there at the Pharisee's house, but they're letting people know his feet are dirty. His feet are dirty. Because everybody would have been able to see that. It wasn't like they were hid under the table. They're laying out there for everybody to see. So I'm sure that the fact that his feet had not been washed was part of the gossip. So when the woman got this news that Jesus was there and perhaps heard that his feet were dirty, Luke tells us this specifically, that she took an alabaster flask full of ointment. The word ointment there is talking about a perfumed oil. Now, this would have been stock and trade for stock for her trade, right? 
I mean, you got to have nice smelling stuff if you're going to have people paying you, you know what I'm saying? And so this is something she had on hand. We're all adults here, right? Uh, most of us anyway. All right. And, and so she grabs this flask and she heads out. Now, perhaps you're tempted to say, well, pastor, all these little details you're throwing in, Luke doesn't say that, so how can you know that? Well, look, this detail, it screams of the fact that she had some kind of encounter with Jesus. Because if she had never had an encounter with him, if she'd never heard his teaching, never saw a miracle, he'd never spoken to her, why in the world would she care that Jesus is down at the Pharisee's house? And why would she take an expensive flask of perfume to go down to see him? There's only one explanation for that. And that is that somewhere, because Jesus' his ministry was way out there in the public, somewhere she had heard his teaching. Somewhere, perhaps, she had seen him perform a miracle. Maybe, perhaps, even he had spoken to her and showed her some kind of kindness. So based on the details here provided, I believe that a case can be made. Listen to this carefully that she came to the porch of that Pharisee's house to intentionally do for Jesus what his guest had omitted. This is On Mission. The Mission Church is located at 12001 Ridgemont Drive in Urbandale. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at themissiondsm.org or call us at 515-255-2122. We gather for worship each Sunday at 10 a.m. We would be honored for you to join us. Have a blessed day, and thank you for listening to On Mission.